Hi, you guys. We are Kate and Cal, just two mamas on a mission to help women get in a daily routine with God's Word. We have seen the power of transparency when we share bits and pieces of our own walks with the Lord and hope that you see Jesus in these unfiltered, everyday conversations. We hope you dive headfirst into this community and ask God to move in your life through a daily pursuit of His wisdom and grace. So take a walk, grab a coffee, and put in those headphones as we encourage you in light of the gospel. Can't wait to do this with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are pretty sure that the title of today's episode probably related with 100% of you in some way or another. I feel like as women, especially, we tend to get stuck in our own head about styling thoughts or anxious thoughts or just whatever it may be. So that's kind of what we're diving into today. But before we get there, we wanted to ask you a favor. Um, One thing that has been super sweet to our souls and so encouraging is reading the reviews that you all have left us. Um, They're just sweet little drops of (laughs) encouragement as we continue to pour into this podcast. And so if you feel like you've been enjoying this podcast or you have benefited or have found any value in what we're saying here, one, the biggest compliment you can give to us is share it with a friend. Um, But then second to that is leaving us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. So if you just go to our episode and scroll all the episodes and scroll down to the bottom, you can leave us a review by clicking the stars and then you can even write down your own review Um, short and sweet, whatever feelings you have towards this podcast. We would love to see them and hear them. Um, And we thank you for the time that you've taken out of your day to do that. So thank you to all of you who have done that so far. And thank you to those of you that are considering it now. Um, Okay, so back to the topic, being stuck in our own heads. Some of us experience this more than others. Um, I feel like I... I've always experienced this, but it truly kind of came to a head when I started really struggling with anxiety. Um, If you know my story, you know I've been pretty open about the fact that I have likely had anxiety for a long time, but it's just been really easy to mask or like kind of shove under the rug until um, January of 2020. Actually, probably even before that, the summer of 2019. Um, is when it started to become a little bit more unmanageable without um, some reflection and therapy and just really facing it head on. And I would say around that same time is when I can specifically even remember these times where you're like replaying every social scenario in your head and second guessing every little thing that you've said and when I'm most anxious, I find myself in, in that spot over and over again where I'll like come home from doing whatever I was doing and I'll be like, did I say the right thing? Did they take this wrong? Did they um, hear what I said and interpret it this way? Wish I would have said this. And I'm, I have to like stop myself and be like, you are being ridiculous. <laughs> and sometimes it takes even just saying that to my husband out loud, like, hey, was this like weird or something like that and and I always know when I'm doing this it's because I'm in an anxious state I feel like that's when I I experience it um it's just not really a fun feeling to be honest no not at all my husband could totally relate to having to listen in to me being like um so did you notice that I said this was this wrong (laughs) literally no one noticed Kate no one (laughs) 
I sometimes will have, like, a fleeting thought of an embarrassing thing I said, like, seven years ago, and I'll just, like, shudder. Oh, my gosh. You are speaking (laughs) to my soul right now. Yes. That has been me lots and lots of times. And I'm like, why did I even think of that right now? Like, that's so embarrassing, and literally no one else remembers that. (laughs) But it is is ruining my moment right this moment. Uh, we're making light of it, but really it's not fun, a fun feeling to feel totally trapped in our thoughts. And so I thought of this analogy and sometimes my analogies are absolutely terrible, but I think they're good. So if this is one of those times, just like hang in there with me. But, um, I was thinking about this analogy of parking a car in a tight spot. You know, if you're like, okay, like maybe parallel parking, that's really not my jam. Um, but even just like trying to pull out of a spot or like park in a spot and you're like, hey, can you help me with this and ask the person in the car to get out and help you? Um, And everything that you're looking at appears so close to you, but even if they're just the passenger, sometimes even just the passenger seat, but if they get out of the car, they're like waving you on. They're like, you're fine. You have plenty of room, but you're looking in the mirror and you're like, I don't think I can move. I I don't know how to make this work. Um, And then the person who has like the perspective of the outside is like, no, like there's plenty of space for this. You can totally do this. Um, And being stuck in our head can feel like this where we feel trapped. We feel like we can't you know, get out of our own head. We can't stop these thoughts. We can't, um, maneuver into a new like wavelength of our brain. Um, but someone with an outside perspective or when we're able to step outside of into outside of the perspective, um, we're able to see that like we can see those circumstances more clearly. We can see the whole picture. And a quick side note, like Cal, I love your analogies. I always do. And my brain just like doesn't work that way. So just thankful you're here. So it's not just me. Um, like I can even remember hating analogies back in English class when you would like have to fill out the worksheets of the analogies side by side. Yep. Oh, not my thing. Anyways, <laughs> but that was great. Scripture has tons to say about this. Um, Sometimes getting from point A to point B, point A being trapped in your own thoughts, and then point B being taking action to not stay the victim to your thoughts. And so sometimes getting from point A to point B can feel impossible. I know you're probably relating to um, this right now, but there are some practical tips to help you navigate from point A to point B that we feel like we've experienced in have actually helped us do that. And so one of those things would be going outside and taking some deep breaths. I know even like as adults, that's so good for us. And when I'm having a rough morning with my daughter or she just can't get out of this funk, we honestly go outside. That's just like what babies need. That's what we need. And it just kind of takes a load off. And if I'm stuck inside and I'm, I'm texting my husband and I'm just like, ragey about how the morning's going he is always like did you go outside and I'm like oh no I haven't seen the sun yet today (laughs) so that's just such a natural first step um the second would be take a shower you know eat third eat some food make sure your basic needs are covered um if you've been lacking sleep and it's possible for you to to catch a 20 minute nap that can change a lot of things in you know stopping the roll of of these thoughts And then the last one would be to speak the thoughts to a trusted individual. And for me, that's oftentimes my husband. It's also been Callie before where I'm like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Is this legit? Like (laughs) you just need to speak it out loud or text it or say it out loud or do something for it to be out 
there and not inside of your head. And a lot of times we can rationalize a lot, a lot better from that perspective. Yeah, one of the best mom advice pieces I got was fresh air or water. Like that is the answer to your baby's crying. Like get take them outside, get some water. And there have been times when like I'm at my wits end. I don't know the answer. I don't know what to do. One time it was like two in the morning and our toddler was just like screaming and crying and I was like, I don't know how to help him. And my husband picked him up and took him outside and I was like, and literally he was instantly calmed down. And I was like, why did I not think of that? Um, but seems so simple. They make it look so easy. Those dads. I know. Um, <laughs> but one time my therapist mentioned an, an acronym to me called HALT. And so you may have heard of this, you may not, but it's the acronym is, um, are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? Um, and these four circumstances can all cause us to become especially trapped in our thoughts and anxiety. I think we can all relate to hanger. Um, or if you are like feeling very angry, um, that is going to cause you to just like really spiral. And everybody says, right? Like, don't make decisions when you're angry. Don't, don't speak when you're angry. Like the Bible is very clear about this and there's a reason for that. Um, and lonely, like sometimes we might not even realize we're feeling lonely. Sometimes when I'm at home, if you're a stay at home mom, you might relate to this, but like sometimes when I've been at home many days in a row, I haven't gotten out and done something. I haven't really had many conversations with like the outside world of adults. Um, I don't even realize I'm lonely until like I can get like very anxious or very kind of trapped in my own thoughts. And then my husband will be like, maybe you should like call up a friend and, you know, go out for, go out shopping after the kids are in bed or whatever. Um, and that it just reminds me like, Oh, it's sometimes it's really easy when you're at home with your kids all day to feel lonely. Um, and not even realize it. And then the last one is tired, and we talked about that, especially, like, many of us are in the season of sleep deprivation, and there's only so much you can do about that, but are you able to ask for help to take a nap or, um, you know, take turns with your spouse so that you can get, like, one solid night's sleep every once in a while? Things like that. Um and so these, like I said, these four circumstances can cause us to become especially trapped in our thoughts and anxiety. So instead of spiraling and thinking like my life is over being stuck in your head, ask yourself, like, am I one of these things? Is there something that I can do to change the circumstance just by meeting this basic need? Um, and so if we are able to identify a potential cause that can help us to kind of take a step back and sometimes there is a reasonable action to take, like eating, sleeping, calling a friend, etc., to kind of help us snap out of it. Yeah, and if all of those things are taken care of, we've actually gone in depth about what I'm about to say, um, and I want to say it's episodes 13 and 14, um, but we go through this whole process in depth with some thoughts that you all gave us that you're, you were having at the time, and it basically comes down to um, this idea of taking your thought captive. So you identify one, what is the thought that I'm thinking and believing? And then you ask yourself, is it true? And that's based on scripture and you physically sit down and write down scriptures to back up or to fight against that thought. And sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not, um, but this really grounds us in truth and it never fails to help us get unstuck. I know Callie and I have both been using this for um, quite some time now, six months at least. Mm -hmm. And I think Callie even has it on like a sticky note on her laptop with these questions written down. 
Um, but like we said, go back to those episodes if you want to see that like in action with some real thoughts that you all have had or might be having now um, to watch us walk through that. But that was a really cool and transformative way for us to kind of take our thoughts captive. Yeah, and then I also have a note on my phone filled with scriptures that I have copy-pasted to read while I'm anxious, which, side note, I actually made this note. There was a season where Kate was going through some, like, tough stuff, and I made a note of scriptures to send her throughout the day, and I have referred back to that over and over and over again. So I would encourage you, I feel like sometimes we are not motivated to help ourselves, but we're motivated to help others. I don't know if anyone Mm. has ever felt that way. So sometimes you just need like that extra push to do that. And I have, I have found that to become very useful for myself. So like, just take some time to write and you could even like have it on your phone. And when you come across a scripture that is bringing peace to your anxious heart, like just put it on that note. Um, but this way, I have something, sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. I have something similar. Um, it's a Google, but it's a Google Doc, and I made it after having Remy when I was like through the thick of postpartum anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. and it had scriptures, but then it also had like prayers, and they weren't. Some of them were ones that I wrote. Some of them were ones friends had sent me for encouragement, and then others were just ones like I'd found in books or on the internet. And I cut them and pasted them all around my house. And those prayers along with scripture can just be so helpful for verbalizing how we're feeling and putting into words and then leaving it literally at the feet of Jesus through prayer, Mm -hmm. Um, just as another kind of practical thing. And having these like notes done, whether it be like Kate said, like sticky notes around your house or having it in a note on your phone, like whatever is going to be most accessible to you, um, it it just kind of takes the work out of it when we're in that moment of feeling like stuck in our head, mm-hmm. when we're feeling crippled by anxiety. Like it takes, it it's, makes it much easier to bring our focus straight to God's word because it doesn't feel like a whole lot of work if it's just a note on our phone. No. And that's so true because what do most of us do when we're feeling anxious? I can, I, I'm guilty of doing this last night. I was super anxious last night. And the first thing I wanted to do was just shut my brain off. So I wanted Mm -hmm. to flip on the TV or I wanted to scroll my social media. Um, And I did halt myself in that and opened up my Bible instead. But it is true, like, we flip to those things first because they're so seamless. And so when we do a little prep work for these times that are inevitably, inevitably going to come, it takes the guesswork out of it and it just allows us to soak in God's presence. And bonus, it's like what, then when you have a friend who's telling you that they're struggling with something, you can literally just flip open your phone and mm-hmm. send them a scripture off of that. And I know that that will be so encouraging to them and encouraging to you in the process. So we are just going to read some scripture to you now. Um, and that's kind of how we're going to end this podcast. Um, so this is just like some of the scriptures that we have found peace and comfort in when we are feeling trapped in our head, when we're feeling anxious, when we're feeling afraid, etc. So we will just read them now. Um, Psalm 28, 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield in him. My heart trusted and I am helped. My heart exalts. And with my song, I give thanks to him. In Psalm 62, 5 through 8, for God alone, O my soul, wait in silence for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. 
On God rests my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in him at all times, O people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Colossians 3.12 Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Isaiah 54.10 For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you, and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. 1 Corinthians 2, 1-2, and then 4-5. through 5. And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And my speech and my message were not implausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. 2 Corinthians 10, 4-5 for the weapons of warf our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ. 2 Corinthians 4, 17-18 For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Colossians 3, 1-2 If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Philippians 4, 4 8 Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And last but not least, Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We hope that these scriptures were encouraging to you as you listen to this, um, and we will put all of them in the show notes. So if you just want to like have access to those, you can just screenshot the show notes and have a list of scripture to turn to. Um, and like I said, we would recommend you kind of make your own note on your phone or whatever works for you, putting them around your house, putting them on your mirror, your car dashboard, just immersing yourself in scripture is going to be helpful to taking those thoughts captive and not being stuck in your own head. Um, so thank you for joining us. We appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen, and we pray that you are encouraged um, with all of these episodes. Um, not sure if you are aware of this, but Kate and I run a online accountability group for reading your Bible. So we provide a monthly Bible reading plan. We do daily check-ins um, every day, and the comment section is just filled with nuggets of everybody's takeaways from Scripture, and it is such a sweet time to just meet as sisters in Christ on a daily basis. Um, we also have monthly virtual Bible studies and a um, constant prayer thread going on in our group, and it's just a really sweet group of women. So if you are looking for accountability and a plan for reading your Bible, as well as a group of like-minded women to do that with, um, we would love if you would join us. You can go to our website, www.kateandcalco.com to do that. Um, and thank you for being here tonight. We will see you next time. Bye, you guys. 
Thanks for hanging out with us on today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever it is you are listening from. If you want to join our everyday community that goes through the Bible, reading plans together each month, check out how to get plugged in at our website, kateandcalco.com. Our community is made up of incredible women committed to ditching the excuses and holding each other accountable to getting into God's word daily, even when that looks imperfect. We hope to see you in there.